the way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online uh, for our social media minute. We're joined by Erica. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. Where are you joining us from, Erica? We're getting like an absolute delay. Let's try it again. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm too right now, actually, at this point. Which is not that far away. Good morning. Oh, good morning. It seems like the connection is a little bit faulty. We're going to try you on a phone line if that's okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. We're going to try to connect with Yerika over the phone so we can ensure better quality. I can't imagine talking to her like that for the next 20 minutes. That would be fun for you guys, right? Trying to decipher what we're trying to say. Uh, 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 like <laughs> now we have Erica on the line. Good morning. Oh, good morning. I'm so sorry about the internet connection. No, how? Why would you need to apologize for Suwon's or wherever you're tuning in from? Okay. Yeah. All right, Erica. Let's get started. So, sure. A popular mukbang YouTuber has faced a pretty uh, steep amount of criticism for racist remarks and actions, and she has issued an apology in in face of that backlash. That's right. Um, In her latest video, uh, which was posted on January 28th, uh, she invited a female comedian uh, who portrayed a Filipina character. And that portrayal was perceived by many viewers as being insensitive and racist. Uh, so Ji Young, after days of controversy, uh, posted an official apology on her YouTube channel in Tagalog, English, and Korean. Now, Ji Young is a tremendously popular YouTuber here. Uh, she has more than 9 million mm. subscribers, not just Korean subscribers, but, you know, subscribers from all over the world. Mm. And she is known for eating and enjoying uh, extreme amounts of food. Like extreme amounts of food. That's right. Like, I do not understand the obsession why people watch this because and she has nine million uh, subscribers, so she probably doesn't need my support. But it's it makes me sick to my stomach. It's so much food. Yeah. And And, tiny. Yes, she is. And, you know, I think heavy hangs ahead. Right. I mean, you have that many followers from different parts of the world. Being PC seems quite important. So she did apologize. Right. What did she have to say? Uh, So I'm going to quote her uh, directly. She said, quote, it was a huge oversight on my part not to realize that the content we produced might unintentionally cause emotional pain, which was not our intention. I sincerely apologize once again to the Filipino viewers and to anyone who felt uncomfortable watching the video. Mm. Let's talk about the problematic video, Erica. Why is she being accused of being racist? Yes, so in the video, uh, she has a female guest with her, and they eat together while they're talking. And uh, the woman uh, is introduced as a Filipina fan named uh, Nitung, who is married to a South Korean farmer. Now, she is seen speaking in broken Korean and says things like, I am good at giving massages. In fact, it is one of the reasons why my Korean husband fell in love with me. Things like that, right? Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, but the woman is actually uh, a Korean comedian, Kim Ji-young. 
oh. uh, who has frequently portrayed the same Filipina character in her other comedic sketches. Uh, the character was introduced in November of last year in the reboot of the TV comedy show Gag Concert. And even then, the character was uh, divisive because many mm-hmm. viewers thought it was racist. November of 2023, I think I think the conversation we were having about potentially racist comedy skits in, in the early 2000s, there was so many of it, yeah. um, even blackface, for example. But uh, I, that's just last year. I mean, haven't we come a long way? Do we still need to make skits like this? Absolutely right. comes into question. So what are people saying about the video on social media? I mean, it sounds tone deaf. Yeah, you know what? It's not just the, the, the Filipinos who expressed their disapproval. It was also a lot of Koreans as well okay. uh, who said that the whole concept is out of touch with today's world. Mm-hmm. Uh, they likened it to foreign YouTubers imitating the way BTS or Sonung Min speak in broken English, mm-hmm. uh, mistaking it for humor. Now, Filipino uh, social media users have uh, also criticized the portrayal. Uh, they said things like uh, there is no such name as YouTube in the Philippines, or the character blatantly promotes racial discrimination. Uh, And many people said, as a Filipino, I do not find it funny at all. So they completely missed Mm. the mark. Uh, So Ji Young erased the video shortly after um, the content was accused of being racist. Uh, However, the controversy has continued to spread among her, you know, sizable international audience. I mean, in this much more globalized world, should we be much more sensitive to other cultures? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think there was a time when I was a little bit more uncomfortable saying that, understanding that, you know, there was a time when Korea was such a homogenous country. I mean, we still are, but uh, now the conversation has changed. We're creating contents for Mm -hmm. everyone else in the world to see. That's right. Yep. Okay, so, I mean, she apologized. I hope it was a valuable lesson, but the criticism that comes our way is for her to bear. Okay, let's move on to our second buzzword today. Now, to a certain extent, this is probably much more serious. A tone-deaf remark coming from a professor who, who is hired to breed young minds, teach students. Uh, This professor that has been under fire and uh, facing a trial now has to talk about salary cut over controversial comfort women remarks. That's right. So uh, Kyunghee University uh, professor, um, you know, is facing significant disciplinary action, including a three-month salary cut uh, his name is uh, Choi Jong-shik, mm. and he made some really controversial claims regarding comfort women uh, during the Japanese, uh, you know, occupation mm. of South Korea. Um, and the university's decision comes after he was accused of defaming the victims. Uh, he suggested that they were nothing more than voluntary prostitutes. Uh, I'm quoting his words. I mean, translated into English. Now, the disciplinary action exceeds uh, the faculty personnel committee's initial recommendation of a reprimand. Uh, which highlights the gravity of his statements. Now, he is re- uh, scheduled to retire later this month, uh, and his penalties 
actually extend beyond financial implications. Uh, he has even been excluded from being named an emeritus professor. Okay, so a, a lot of dishonor in that regard. Yep. How has the professor responded to the university's decision? Because he seems still pretty adamant about, he stands behind yeah. the statement, right? Yes, that's right. And the, this his his reaction, his response has, you know, angered so many people because he said he felt great dissatisfaction with the decision of the university. Uh, he has said he has not yet decided whether to appeal that decision. Um, the professor has also argued that he believes the controversial statements he made, uh, they're actually factual. Uh, and he criticized the disciplinary action. He said it was taken based on only the claims of those who raised the issue without verifying the truth of the content. I don't know what kind of world we live in, but when we have different truths and we don't take facts for facts, I I don't know what the conversation is. It's Mm -hmm. worse if it's someone who has the power and the authority to teach and shape young minds. Now, the disciplinary move has sparked various uh, reactions within the academic community. Uh, What has been the response like, Erica? Uh, For example, the Philosophy Department Alumni Association has acknowledged the decision, but they're not happy because it fell short of their demand for his complete expulsion. Mm-hmm. The controversy stems from Che's lecture, again, in a classroom where he blatantly mm-hmm. dismissed the testimonies of the surviving comfort women. Uh, what were his words loosely translated uh, as yeah. voluntary prostitutes? So what did he say at the time beyond that? So during a lecture in March of last year, he referred to the Japanese military's comfort women as people who followed the Japanese army and engaged in prostitution. Uh, and after he made the remarks, he was asked by a student whether the, the surviving victim's testimonies were false. And he said, yes, they are false. None of what those people say matches up. Now, after uh, you know, the revelation of these remarks, uh, the Philosophy Department Alumni Association demanded uh, he be expelled and uh, and expelled, and uh, it also led to a public outcry and a police investigation for uh, defamation. Now, the university officially said it does not tolerate historical inaccuracies and defamation, especially concerning such a sensitive and historically important issue. Okay, uh, let there be punishment uh, paralleled with his pretty distasteful remark. Yep. Let's move on to our final buzzword of the day. An elderly man whose education was interrupted by war has apparently received his high school diploma at the age of 90, maybe showing all of us that age is nothing but a number. Yes, you know, he's going to receive an award on behalf of 99 graduates at the 40th third graduation ceremony held at Tungam High School uh, in Koyang City on February 21st. And uh, his words, uh, I'm just grateful to be able to graduate from high school at the age <laughs> of 90. Um, you know, he was born in 1934, which means he also set the record as the oldest high school graduate in South Korea. What a fun story. Yeah. And it's, I mean, needless to say, inspiring to hear these kinds of stories and you can keep going at not just a 50, 60, because I hear people, you know, my extended family, aunts, uncles in that age group saying, oh, my life is, is, it's on a downhill. To a certain Mm -hmm. extent, it might be true because your energy level is not the same where when you're in your 
20s per se. But look at this man getting his high school diploma. I know, right? So inspiring. At age 90. So what's his story, Erica? So, uh, you know, he he used to go to school uh, all those decades ago, uh, but then he had to stop going to school all of a sudden with the start of the Korean War. Um, And, uh, you know, he was forced to leave his hometown, uh, you know, and uh, together with his father, he moved to Yesan. Uh, from Paju, and, uh, you know, his family joined them months later. And as a teenager, he basically took any job that came his way. He worked, for example, in a U.S. military-based cafeteria for two years. He also took care of livestock at a high school in Itan. Uh He also worked in a cement factory in Yongwol, in Gangwon-do province. So a lot of moving around and taking on whatever jobs he could. And uh, his days were basically busy as a teenager supporting his family. And he decided to continue his education well into his 80s because, you know, that's when he finally got the time to realize that uh, he had a lot of regrets about not finishing school. And, uh, you know, his son helped. He enrolled at an adult literacy education center in Seoul three years ago, four years ago. And uh, after he completed a two-year course there, he enrolled at Sungam High School. And, you know, he has never missed a day of school, except for that one week when he tested positive for COVID-19. He was never tardy. And, you know, he, he shared a really special relationship with his much younger uh, classmates. And he would often share stories about the days of Japanese occupation and the Korean War. Oh. And everybody loved listening to his stories, not just the students, but the teachers as well. Hmm. I feel like there's room for some kind of inspirational movie right here. It doesn't have to be Mr. Know, Kim's right? story, but totally. I feel like it's a missed opportunity. Uh, one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't get to talk to my grandparents about the experience of living through the those, you know, yeah. eras in the history book. So someone make a movie, someone. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the big question is he's graduated from high school. What's next for Mr. Kim? You know, he's been encouraged by his teacher to pursue higher education. And he's thinking right now, exploring fields that he's always had an interest in, like livestock farming or plant cultivation. So you know, <laughs> I hope to, I hope to see more of his stories. Hmm. Um, in the near future. <laughs> Thank you so much, Erica, for ending on a clearly heartwarming note. Have a great Lunar New Year holiday. We'll see you next week. You can see you next week. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.